Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Welcome to America's Heroes Group, our roundtable community outreach. Today is Saturday, March 4th, 2023. We're here with the Illinois Army National Guard. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Cleveland, the co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have a panelist with, with us, H. Brooks J.R. Miller, Jr. He's a sergeant first class in the Illinois Army National Guard. Our panelist is a college career advisor and a recruiter of the at the University of Illinois campus. We're going to talk about Chicago's own Army ROTC Fire Battalion. And also we have our host from the University of Illinois at Chicago, the 3rd ROTC Brigade of the United States Cadet Command. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Thank God. Thank God you're here with us. It's a pleasure to have you on our show. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad to be here. So tell us about the ROTC uh, Cadet Fire. What is that all about? So, so basically, the um, the ROTC program in, its, in itself, when you when you're in college, is a officer training uh, program that it starts off as a way for a college student to get some leadership, to to be around like minded individuals while they're on campus, and they'll have like basic student responsibilities while being in the in the in college. They're in ROTC, so we're kind of teaching them leadership skills of how we do things in the military that will help them while they're in college with their studies. That's how the program initially starts. And that, that'll be what it is for the first two years of the program, if they're in the program, so their freshman and sophomore year. But once they become a junior, they have a decision to make to think is this something that they actually want to do or pursue um, after college. And what I mean by that is that if you stay in the ROTC program for four years, you will commission as a second lieutenant, which is an officer, and one of the three branches of your choosing, which will be the Army National Guard, Army Reserves, or the active Army. So you can even go on active duty, or you can stay as a reservist in the Army Reserve, or you can also stay as a reservist in the Army National Guard. So initially, it starts off as you know a program that, that you can try out and see if you, if you like it, and if you think that this is something that you can do. But at the end, you can actually uh, make a big impact and become one of our newest leaders in our armed forces. So tell us a day in the life of an ROTC candidate or cadet. What do they do on a typical daily day basis? Are they taking this individual classes or is there things that are going on after school? Yeah, so it'll, it'll, it'll be a conjunction of, all, of, of, of different things. So um, initially, it's a class once a week. And it's a, um, they'll do a, an actual classroom. Um, they have classroom time once a week, and then they'll have an actual activity, um, which, is to, which is normally in the mornings on Thursdays, which is what we call a lead lab. So we give them basic instructions, or depending on whatever the instruction is that we're, that we're teaching, we'll give them those classes, and then they'll execute those those strategies and implement the things that we've taught them during the lead lab once a week. So initially you go to class once, once a week, and then you have what we call a lead lab where you'll, that's more of a practical 
um, practical day. It's more of like it's a lab. So they actually implementing the things that they're taught. Along with that, they're to do PT um, about three or four times a week in the morning. Right. Depending on the weather and depending on different events that they have going on, but primarily three or four days a week, they're actually uh, you'll get up and do morning PT. So you'll do morning PT, get done with that, go to your regular classes and, you know, live your life as a college student. And then you'll have a class once once a week and then you will have a lead lab once a week as well. So that's that's typically how it starts. Do a lot of the kids in the ROTC in college, do they come from junior ROTC programs often in high school? Oftentimes they do. Oftentimes they do, but they're two do- totally different. Um, even though they're they're they sound alike and they appear alike, they're actually uh, a little. They have different. They have differences because the JROTC program is a citizenship program. Just makes just making people better students, better citizens in their everyday lives. Where um, the ROTC program at the end of it could have potentially a military obligation at the end. But we do we do have people that came from JROTC into ROTC. That's one of the reasons why they're so attracted to it because it's familiar grounds for them. Mm-hmm. And who's the ideal student or the ideal cadet? I, honestly, it can be anyone. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's anyone that, because initially you're trying this program out. So we don't really get into the terms of the qualifications to be in the military. We just, you know, we just expect you to come in and be a regular student. I have, I have um, cadets that plan on going to med school, plan on going to law school. They're not just thinking about, you know, uh, spending, going on active duty and, you know, being, the, being in the military their whole entire lives. They have aspirations to do other things with their careers. So, and this is just one way that they're selecting to give them some leadership ability and some financial support at the same time. So speak to that, the financial support. How does uh, how does the ROTC help with college tuition and all the expenses that go along with college? So we have a, a, a ton of different pro, a ton of different financial programs that can help that can help anyone um, join, help anyone when they come into the ROTC program. I mean, just to give you a couple of the names, we have the Guarantee Forces Duties, the Guarantee Reserve Forces Duty Scholarship. We have what we call a line scholarship, which obligates a, a person if they want to compete to go active duty. We have the Minuteman scholarship, and most, and we also have what we call the ISTW event, and that's something that we we actually have coming up next Saturday, um, March 11th, is our ISTW event. This is basically the, an Illinois State tuition waiver, a one-year waiver that we're awarding those who come to USC. Um, uh, this coming this coming Saturday, March 11th, they perform a physical fitness test. They have an interview with one of the cadre members there, and we will select um, so many students that show up and award them one-year scholarships to try out the program. There's no obligation to join the military. We're just asking them to do the three things I just mentioned um, previously, come to class, come to PT, and do the lead lab. And and then you can actually compete for this program every year that you're in the program, but it's 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 give it's awarded one year at a time. So March eleventh is 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 a day where we're inviting any high school senior um from 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 all across from all across Illinois actually 
uh, to come participate. UIC is the is the is the hosting hosting university that's that's doing it, and we do these across the state. But this is the one we're doing. But it, as the, all you have to do is have an acceptance letter to attend a college that has an ROTC program. So, an example: if a person wants to go to University of, of Illinois Chicago or Eastern, Northern, Western Chicago State. Southern Illinois, Illinois State University, U of I and Champaign. If you're going to any one of those schools or you or you want to go and you have an acceptance letter, then you'll bring that with you. And all of those schools have ROTC programs. So as long as you – so you don't necessarily have to come to UIC, mm-hmm. um, but as long as you have, one, have a, an acceptance letter at one of those universities, you can come and you can try out. And we'll have representatives from those – um, institutions I just mentioned to actually talk to you to answer any questions you may have about the school itself. And one of the things I noticed you mentioned in some of the information about ROTC programs here in Illinois and at the Chicago campuses and UIC and other places is that diversity was a core tenant of what you're after. Tell us about the diversity component and what is your goal in terms of diversity? So first off, UIC has one of the most diverse ROTC programs in the state. Um, and that's something that we really pride ourselves on. And what we want to do is give give those an opportunity to attend college if they have no other means to do so. We understand that we have families that we have people that come from uh, single family homes or they've they've applied for financial aid and they're just not getting enough um, to actually allow them to attend school without the worrisome of you know the financial. Uh, obligation that comes behind it. Um, and what we don't want is for people to take out master student loans and tie themselves in, in these financial obligations before they even give themselves an opportunity to pay them in years to come. So we, we, we are, we're highly encouraging everyone to come out, um, not just to this March 11th event, but to come talk to us, you know, even outside of that. And I'll leave our contact information at the end, but, we're we're pushing for diversity because um, this is who we are, you know. Especially in Chicago, we have our, an, an initiative that we call Chicago's Own, and it's basically coming. It's, it's basically um, explaining how we want to take Chicago residents, Chicago students that's come out of high school. We want them to get into some institution, some educational background. You know, if they choose to join the military, that's awesome. And if they choose to join the ROTC program and become officers, we're returning that same student back to the community to do great things, right? We want them to to progress in their, not just in a military career, but in their professional lives at the same time. And that's what, that's one of the benefits by joining reserve components and being in college. You can have the opportunity to build that military career and build a civilian career at the same exact time. So that'll make you that much more marketable in in the, in the economy. So that's kind of what we're looking for, for as far as diversity. I mean, we, we have, we have so many, um, we have so many students from different cultures in our programs, you know, and they represent all of the different towns of Chicago. You know, it's, it's a pretty awesome, pretty awesome thing to experience. So one of the things you mentioned, going back to the student benefits and student financial aid, things like that. One thing that I always like to bring up when we talk about college for students is that a lot of people aren't aware that if you go to the Illinois National Guard and any National Guard pretty much across the country, 
you can get your total tuition. If it's a state school you're going to, all your tuition is paid 100%, which I think yes. is a very powerful yes. thing. So you can be, that's what happened when I was in the National Guard. I went to a mm-hmm. private school, so I didn't, I didn't qualify for that program. But if you go to any state public school, you can get 100% tuition paid. And there's a GI Bill and other things like that. So if you, you can join the National Guard or join the reserve components, get educational benefits there, and still be in the ROTC programs. Yes, right. and the benefit, and that's and that's absolutely correct. And I'm glad you mentioned that because the benefit of of doing those doing both programs at the same exact time is that, like I mentioned earlier, I have I have students that's going to med school, that's going to law school. They have other aspirations outside of a bachelor's degree. Well, the benefit of having the National Guard scholarship is that our scholarship covers you all the way up to a PhD. Like you said. As long as we go into a state-funded school in the state of Illinois, we'll cover you all the way up to a PhD, depending on when you start using that scholarship. So as an example, let's say you come and you get awarded that one-year scholarship, and um, you, that'll be your first year of college taken care of. And then you, you compete for it the very next year, okay? You can, and you're, not, you're in the National Guard. Like you decide to join the National Guard, but you still went out for the tryout. You got the ISCW scholarship the first year. You got it the second year. And then you say, you know what? Um, I, will, I want to stay in this program, and I want to start using my National Guard grant at this time. So now you're only using two out of those four years of your National Guard scholarship to take care of that bachelor's degree. And you got two years left over to use towards a master's degree if, you, if that's how far you want to go. Or, like, like, we, like we were just discussing, you, we have other scholarships inside the ROTC program such as like the Minuteman, the GRFD, and the dedicated scholarship and um, a, a line scholarship that can also give you a scholarship all the way up to your bachelor's degree. And you can actually hold that National Guard grant until you decide to actually use it. I have students in our program right now that are in the National Guard that's going to med school, and they already got to pay for it. Wow. They, they've been awarded a scholarship inside ROTC, and they already have joined the National Guard so they got that scholarship as well. So they basically have about eight or nine years of school already paid for. And now that all that they have to do is just implement. They just have to go out here and do it. The finances are taken care of. They just have to do their part, stay diligent, you know, stay, stay consistent, you know, and just be motivated to push this thing through. But they're basically can go through school uh, debt free if they choose to do so. And I think that's so powerful because a lot of people have the idea that if they join an ROTC program that they have to go into the military. They have to be ready to be deployed as soon as they graduate from college. But the reality is, is that a lot of people that do the ROTC don't even go through the military. They just want that experience. Now, let me to ask, I'm going to ask exactly. you this question. Now, is how, how well does ROTC, because I was never in an ROTC program, but I was in the National Guard during college. Mm-hmm. How well does ROTC okay. prepare you for the military? It prepares you. It prepares you a lot. Um, it's, it's 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 pretty it's pretty it's pretty top notch. Like so, um, about sixty to and I don't have the exact percentage right now because it always changes throughout the year. I mean every year, but about sixty to seventy percent of all officers in the military come out of an ROTC program, right? So if you think about all the officers that are in the Army Reserve, Army National Guard, or even in the active component they all have attended an ROTC or an academy like West Point or something like that um, to actually before they even serve. So majority of, of the officers 
come out of the ROTC program. So that tells you a little bit how good the program actually is. But if you actually make this obligation um, to stay in the program, then there's a little bit more obligation that you'll start doing. You'll start competing in different types of competitions that's military-oriented, like ruck marches. Um, you can go to airborne school, air assault school. Um, you, can go to military, you can go to military schools while being in ROTC. ROTC. You know, um, during the, each, each semester, we have what we call a field training exercise. It's, it's an it's a FTX. So that's pretty much a buildup of everything you've learned that semester, all of those lead labs that you've learned. You're going to start implementing those things one week at a uh, military installation, and we're going to send you through, depending, at, depending on your level, we're going to send you through a series of exercises and team-building strategies and activities that will see if you actually, um, if you actually learn what you need to learn in order to move to the next level. I so, wish I knew um, that. <laughs> I would have been nice I mean, to go to airborne school or to go to like air assault school while you're in, in actually in college and not have to do it while you're actually before you after you get out of basic or AIT. That would be amazing. I have cadets that got wings. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you know, they, they, they're, they're pretty awesome. I mean, they, they really, you know, RCC is what you make of it. You know, it's one of those things where if you just wanted to just, you know, get a little bit of experience, help yourself with some leadership, public speaking and teamwork, things that you need to know how to do, whether you're in the military or not, RTC is a great place to be because we're going to give you those opportunities to show your leadership ability. And if you don't have it, that's cool. We'll give it to you. We'll teach it to you. We'll show you. And you'll, it is a cadet. It is a student-led program, so they're going to teach each other. We have the seniors teaching the, the, the juniors and, and working that way on down. So, you know, if you don't have you – don't, you don't have to have these, you know, immaculate qualities to even participate. You can come as you are, and then we'll find a place for you. And then, you know, based off of how you perform is how you'll go to the next level. But yeah, it, it, it's 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 an awesome opportunity. I mean, and even if, and once you make that obligation to stay in the program, then now you got these thirty um, these thirty day um, summer camps that you have to attend in order to commission to be an officer. So we just keep taking you know you step by step throughout the process until your senior year and you you actually graduate and you are a full fledged soldier. So you know you basically got four years of of just learning what it takes to be an off what it takes to be an officer and a soldier in the military um very different from when a person goes to basic training right, they, they get it from they right get it through a fire hose sergeant gotta cut you off okay. right on out of time h book j miller jr sergeant for a class in the illinois army national guard he's our panelist today he's a college career advisor and a recruiter at the university of illinois campus thanks for your time thank you thank you so much this is america's heroes group we'll be right back Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.